Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, Soul Talk friends. We're so glad to have you with us today as we continue to talk about mental health because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. We've been doing this series. It's so important. Bill and I are passionate about this. This is why we studied psychology in college. It was because we we were blessed to grow up in the church and to receive so many treasures and so many blessings through Jesus and the body of Christ. But we saw within that, within the communities that we grew up in, mental health problems. And we saw that sometimes the church just really didn't talk about it or didn't know what to do with it at that point. And so we saw this is not what God wants for people. This is not consistent with what we read about in scripture. So we dedicated a lot of years, eight years in school, studying psychology, preparing to grow in our understanding of mental health. This was a time when spiritual formation really wasn't talked about in the Christian world. If you wanted to study and understand the soul, it was either theology or psychology. And Christian psychology was actually a new, a newer field. Uh, the, the degree that I got, a PsyD, doctorate of clinical psychology, was a brand new degree at that time too. And so it was an exciting time for us to be learning about this. And there was within that a lot of debate about what role does mental health and psychology really play in the church and in, in faith. And so we, we got to be forging some new ground there. And a lot of it came through our own experiential learning with people that would come to see us and they would come to see us for their mental health. But we had all these vast spiritual resources that we wanted to offer them as well because we knew how important that was and that how empty we really felt when we were only able to help people with symptom relief, Bill, and not their whole soul in Christ. Yeah, really, psychology and spirituality are two sides of the same coin. They're meant to go together, just even as Kelvin taught about the importance of knowing God and knowing self go together. And so in uh, theology and spirituality, we, we study God and we, we uh, seek to uh, become like Jesus. And in psychology, we're really looking at the human being and our relationships. Uh, so it's coming from the opposite uh, direction. Uh, but they're they're meant to go together, and to the, the best uh, way into the abundant life of Jesus, living that and helping other people live it, is when we integrate our Christian faith, uh, our Christian spirituality, spiritual formation, when we integrate that with our psychology, our emotional relational health, our understanding of ourselves and people. And so in Soul Sharpening, we're creating tools uh, for this integration. Um, we say that our Soul Shepherding Institute with a certificate program option uh, in spiritual direction is where psychology and spiritual formation meet because we're, we're integrating these two disciplines. We're offering a uh, Christ-centered psychology uh, approach to spiritual direction. And so we get a lot of questions, though. We have people that kind of get confused and say, well, you know, you guys are therapists, and yet you're spiritual directors. Why? Like, why aren't you just therapists? Or you're therapists, but you train spiritual directors. Uh, help us understand that. Or how is how is 
therapy different from spiritual direction? Or how do I know what I need? We get a lot of questions like this. Yeah, because this is the world that we're in. And so we want to especially talk about that last question as it relates to uh, you who are listening and the people that you care for. Uh, when does someone need to talk with a therapist and when can they talk with a spiritual director? And understanding the difference of that is a really big deal, uh, especially in today's world when our our psychiatrists and psychologists and therapists are, are overrun with clients and there, there just are not enough professional counselors uh, to meet the need, the growing need of uh, the mental health challenges that people have in their life. And also when many of our licensed therapists are legally bound in ways that they are not able to be free to bring in so much of the treasures of the kingdom of God and the help and the aid that come through our relationship with God and and learning some of the helpful spiritual disciplines that can be so curative for and applicable and helpful for for mental health issues. Yeah, so therapy is basically on the medical model in many ways uh, in the understanding of the person and the, the brain and the providing of a medical health service. Uh, and then also in terms of the uh, providing of insurance benefits and so forth. And just the ways that we think about our, our health care and the way we think about therapy are very similar and the way that that's regulated within our states and and by the governing bodies it's getting increasingly unfriendly to christian faith i mean the intentions behind uh, the ethics in the american psychological association and uh, the other groups of course are good and in terms of caring for the client and many things in a professional and health context that are are valuable, but yet some of that is contaminated with like anti-Christian sentiment and and ways that are not healthy spiritually, and so that's created some disenchantment within the community of Christian professionals in, in mental health. And so, a lot of therapists are actually uh, learning about spiritual direction, spiritual formation, uh, Christian coaching, and other vehicles to provide care for people. Uh, so, I mean, the big difference is that. Uh, in therapy, we're treating uh, a mental health disorder uh, like depression, anxiety, uh, serious disorders like bipolar disorder, uh, schizophrenia, uh, personality disorders, uh, addictions, uh, things like that we're, we're treating. But in a spiritual direction context, we're not treating a mental health disorder, though someone may, they may have struggles with discouragement, uh, even depression, uh, worry, uh, anxiety, uh, relationship problems, but they're functioning well enough in their life or they're getting their their professional therapy somewhere else. And so in the context of the spiritual direction, it's more about their their personal growth and it's more integrated with their discipleship to Jesus. And what a lot of people don't realize is that there's tremendous overlap between what people actually talk to a therapist about and what they talk to a spiritual director about. And there's a lot of ways that talking with a spiritual director, especially in the way we train them in soul shepherding, can be super helpful to help somebody struggling with 
the very topics that we're talking about, the mental health challenges, not, not the most serious and disabling of them that need medicine, that need structured therapy. You really need the diagnosis and the treatment plan and all the structures around there and the, the expertise and the working with a team of psychiatrists and things. That, there's some differences there that somebody who's really struggling with a, a, a major mental health diagnosis or personality disorder or, or any mental health diagnosis that that is in the realm of the, the therapist right and that that's appropriate that's what's going to be most helpful mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other things that people associate with talking to a therapist about because they involve distress or conflict or hurt or difficulties or emotions uh, feelings and questions. the psychological understanding about that is is very right. helpful so what we're doing in soul shepherding is we're bringing a psychological understanding that, that informs the spiritual direction process. So and, not- and many of the things that we've learned as therapists that are so curative, like the safety in a relationship of a confidential relationship and place where you are safe to be really emotionally honest with yourself and another person so that you don't just feel alone with what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Or to be able to have a place where you are able to really trust that somebody else has a more objective response to what you're bringing to them and and you're getting another view on your situation, another perspective. Sometimes it's a very validating experience or you're, you're getting empathy for what you're experiencing. Those kind of things can be received in the context of spiritual direction. Yeah, so in Soul Shepherding, we train our spiritual directors to be uh, very skilled with empathy uh, and, and a prayerful listening, that they're listening and caring for people with Jesus mm-hmm. uh, in God's presence. Uh, and yeah, within that, as you said, Christy, the ability to not only be subjective in terms of client-centered and uh, soft-hearted and, and curious and warm empathetic to the client, but also the ability to, to step back and, and think uh, and get perspective objectively about what's going on here. And even shooting up a prayer, Lord, uh, what's needed here? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what question would be helpful to ask next? And, and being skilled in guiding that relationship, which actually is, is what the research has shown to be most helpful, even in a therapy concept, context, is a healthy relationship. So being skilled in facilitating a relationship of warmth and care and safety uh, and within that that empathetic discovery process to have good questions to ask and then good suggestions to make along the way. And so we're, we're equipping our spiritual directors with understandings about things like our book, Journey of the Soul, and the stages of faith that we call the, the Christ stages, with Christ as an acronym, but understanding that at different stages, people have different needs, different challenges, and knowing the language of those stages and which spiritual disciplines are more likely to be helpful at which stage. And also if it's a depression or if it's a wall experience or a dark night of the soul experience. Being able to differentiate those things, that that's not only the realm of the therapist, that's also, as a spiritual director, we want to be good at discerning uh, what category these things are in. 
Uh, and then now we have the new tool with this video course that we've just been talking about uh, with you uh, listeners the last couple of weeks, uh, our new Enneagram in Emotions video course, which is based on our new book that you can now pre-order on Amazon, uh, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, uh, Growing Emotionally and Spiritually Through the Enneagram. And so this is a new tool now uh, that uh, we're using with our the spiritual directors and coaches that we're training to understand their clients because different personalities, especially is the way that Enneagram understands personality because Enneagram is a spiritual psychology tool Mm -hmm. with lots of historical Christian influences. And we use the Enneagram in a very Christ-centered in a very biblical way. And so when you have that Enneagram view on the depth of the personality with the hurts, the resistances, the emotions that are going on, the sin issues that are going on, uh, that particular root sin, and you understand how that's influencing that person's relationships, their thinking styles, their their approach to God, and, and everything, their, their work, everything about their life gets influenced by our, our personality. And so when you get a, a, a tool for understanding that personality and then which spiritual disciplines, which scriptures, which ways of praying are likely to be most helpful for particular personalities, wow, that's a really helpful spiritual direction tool, really helpful coaching tool. So that's what we're giving you in the Enneagram and Emotions course and just illustrating for you as well the process of talking with a spiritual director or a coach and how that can be really helpful even as it relates to some of the mental health challenges. And and I'm using that word very particularly here to, to differentiate between a mental health challenge and a mental health disorder. Because in spiritual direction, we're, we're not treating clinical psychology disorders. Right. But we can help people with struggles they're having with anxiety or discouragement or relationship problems uh, in these types of things. One of the things that also can be so helpful in spiritual direction is catharsis. This is a psychological word, something we were trained in as as a tool that's really helpful and important as part of a psychological treatment. But we do this in spiritual direction. What's we, catharsis? Well, we're, we're basically processing it loud, our inner experiences. We're finding words, we're articulating those in the presence of somebody else. And it's very relieving. It's like we talked about in our anxiety podcast here a couple weeks ago about how when anxiety is when we get stressed in. Well, catharsis is helpful for getting that anxiety out and processing it and being honest and coming to understand it. And it, it helps us to not be so controlled by it as we begin to do that. And especially to do that in spiritual direction could be so helpful when the person listening to us is practicing holy listening. They're, they're listening with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and holding and containing our, our what we're sharing, what we're contharting, what we're putting out there in, into the light of God's love and truth and grace and ministering his grace and, and truth and love to us. It, it, it's very curative. It's very helpful. And this is something that spiritual direction, spiritual directors actually existed before psychology. was That word was ever invented or psychologists or the mental health field was ever created because spiritual directors in ancient history of the church were the soul care providers. Yeah, and they they can minister this catharsis that you're describing, which is a 
uh, like uh, venting or emoting, but in a way that is not dumping, not like externalizing our problems, but I'm, I'm taking ownership of my, my stress, my conflict, my challenge, and I'm processing the, the emotions I'm having, the needs I'm having with someone who is listening, and ultimately with God, particularly in spiritual direction, we're, we're talking to Jesus, but with the help of our spiritual director. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so it's a prayer process. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm, as I'm releasing the, the stress and the distress in my life, and I'm receiving God's attention and empathy through my spiritual director or through my coach, that is helping me get a, a sense that I'm, I'm not alone, I'm cared for. And so there comes to be an experience of some relief. Yes. And that's part of the meaning of, of catharsis is that there is, there is, is relief. And so, the, I mean, there's a way of venting that doesn't bring much relief. And there's another way of venting that brings substantial relief, like even healing and transformation. And the difference is in the, the quality of the, the client or, or the disciple owning their stuff, being responsible for it. And then secondly, in the relational interchange of what's happening as I'm talking to my spiritual director who is relationally and spiritually trained to be present for me so that now there's there's an interchange that's happening. This is part of the meaning of catharsis is there's this interchange of of I'm releasing stress, but then I'm taking in comfort. Mm -hmm. I'm taking in compassion. I'm taking in a gentle insight that the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit speaks to me just just by talking with someone who is curious, motivated to listen, is taking onto their own shoulders, their own soul, my life, and that they care for me. This, that, that process, I'm going to receive that care into me in a way that, that lightens my load. Well, and they're mirroring God's presence to us and his grace and his love. To us. Yeah, they mirror both our mm-hmm. our emotions or needs, but then also the smile of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and help us to feel heard and understood. It also can be helpful for us if we're having trouble finding words. Sometimes a spiritual director can help us find those words, uh, either through maybe some scripture that they're aware of that really gives word, because there's a lot of scriptures that articulate emotions, and we highlight a lot of those in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, or we we give a lot of words in Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith for different emotions to help people to be able to articulate those things. So that's something that, that you can receive in spiritual direction too, is help articulating that and help tuning in to God's presence and, and be more present to God through the effective use or appropriate use of spiritual disciplines that are really uh, would be a great grace to us at the time that that the spiritual director is listening to us and they're able to, the Holy Spirit reveals to them this invitation to a specific spiritual direction, spiritual discipline that would be helpful. So uh, in landing the plane here, should I see a therapist or a spiritual director is what we've been talking about. And if you have a mental health disorder like depression, anxiety, addiction, uh, chronic uh, relationship problems that might be a personality disorder, chronic work problems that might be a personality disorder. Well, you want to talk with a a mental health provider, a therapist. If you are having distress in your life, if you're having longings for God, spiritual questions, if you want to grow in your discipleship to Jesus, but you think you probably don't have a mental health disorder or you're not sure, 
if you do, uh, you can start by talking with a spiritual director. Anybody can talk with a spiritual director. Somebody with a mental health disorder can talk with a spiritual director. It's just they're not going to get treatment for that disorder. And spiritual direction is uh, about a third the cost of professional therapy. And so it's um, a great place to start. And when you get, when your spiritual director is like we've been describing, is very empathetic and gracious and supportive and wise in the questions they ask and skilled in the relational process and listens prayerfully and knows. And learned it about some of these issues and about emotions. Yeah, and they know these kinds of tools that we're talking about, like the Christ stages of faith and the Enneagram and emotions types. They can be so helpful. And so uh, that is a, just a great place to, to start. And you can always be referred to counseling, uh, professional counseling, if that's what you need. And so uh, we go so much deeper into all things uh, Enneagram and emotions, uh, anger, shame, anxiety, sadness, uh, each of the nine types and uh, what their needs are, their challenges, their root sins, and, and how they grow spiritually. How they, they, the best part of, about our Enneagram and emotions course uh, is the two, the two things, is the, the empathy for emotions, and then it's the growing intimacy with Jesus. And I just love to see Jesus as the perfection of each type. And when you look at the gospel stories and you see Jesus in your type, it's like the lights go on. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's who I'm meant to be mm-hmm. when I am in Christ. Yeah. God helping me by God's grace, the help of the Holy Spirit, the word of God, I can become more like Jesus within my type. Mm-hmm. That's the way we teach it uh, in Soul Shepherding. And so just really encourage you to check out our Enneagram and Emotions uh, video course, or you can do it as an audio course. Uh, it's inexpensive. It's available now. Just go to soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram. You'll find it there. And in fact, if you pre-order Healthy Feelings Thriving Faith on Amazon, you just uh, real quick show your receipt in an in email, and we give you a $40 discount on the course. And you can start watching the videos today. And it's like a Soul Talks. Every, every video is like mm-hmm. a 25, 30-minute Soul Talks, except you can uh, see us on the video if you want. And we just walk you through our Enneagram and Emotions model for uh, helping your personality uh, with uh, your um, emotional health and your spiritual growth. Uh, this is a tool that you'll want for helping your friends. Uh, you'll want to share it with them. Uh, we're just so thankful that we finally, that these tools are out. It's been a lot of work to prepare these. Uh, you can't even imagine how much work uh, it was, but it, it's so fulfilling to do it for you. You've asked for it. So many of you listening have asked us to write a book on the Enneagram, have asked for a, a video course that you could you could do. And so here it is. And we pray that it's really going to bless you and your community. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you are our creator, the lover of our souls. And you long to see us thrive, to be healthy, mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, spiritually. So Lord, we do ask and pray that you would continue to give us a greater vision of who you've created us to be. And that you would grace each one of us in our part, our response, to respond with faith to reach out. Thank you for your body. Thank you for your ambassadors, your soul shepherds. We're there to help us and aid us in connecting with you, receiving your healing touch in our souls. Amen. 
Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 